this morning was special. There were two other VIPers on with me for the morning conversation. One of them is sharing how he has a tough decision to make and just didn't know what to do. The next thing I know, the other VIPer, an international one, starts speaking truth over his life. I get a word from God. Like, I'm going, what? This is odd. This is what I hoped everything a VIP membership would be. And then God's like, hey, stop thinking about that. I got a word I want you to share with him. So now I'm sharing the word I get. Before we knew what was even going on, we were all agreeing to spend the next three days together praying and fasting over this decision. I'm telling you right now, friends, this is not just a VIP group. Like the vip this morning said, it really is a family. So check it out, smalleyinstitute.com. I just want to celebrate with you because you are celebrating right now all the things you've been learning through this experience has worked, right? We know we've released it. It didn't have to, but praise God, your husband has chosen to re-engage and to reconcile and all the stuff, the hopes, the dreams, you know, this effort, the things you've put into it, you're like, oh my gosh, it's happening. So we really want to be in Esther right now. You want to celebrate, but don't settle. That's, look, it is so easy to have a letdown at this point. You're like, oh, praise God, we're, we're gonna make it. And then just kind of get lazy and slip back into those old same destructive patterns that got you in trouble in the first place. No, let's celebrate it. Let's go out, let's have a party, <laughs> but then don't settle. You gotta keep learning. Right, we know we've gotta be lifelong learners. That's one of the things that I know looking back got me into my own crisis in my marriage, is that I got my PhD and I was like, well, I'm good to go. I don't have anything I need to learn anymore, which was stupid. And it's, you know, I gotta be gracious with myself. I get it. I, this is such an easy trap for a pastor to fall into, for a marriage expert to fall into, because I'm, I'm doing stuff. I'm leading, I'm counseling, I'm doing events and retreats. I can look back now over 25 years and realize I grossly neglected the leadership of my own home by not encouraging and um, making sure that my wife and I, every day, every week, and every year, we're doing some really important stuff. So that's what we're gonna talk about right now is what do you need to be doing daily? What do you need to be doing weekly? And then what do you need to be doing annually to ensure that you, that the two of you together don't allow your relationship to fall backwards, to crash and burn and end up right back where you were when you started this experience. So daily, every single day, you gotta wake up and you guys, you, you, you know, I don't wanna put the pressure that the two of you have to pray together every single morning. Is that a good thing? Obviously it's a good thing. But you wanna make sure that every day, the first thing you're praying, and I have the prayer in right here in the course. So if you're not a VIP member, join today 
So you can have the course, you can print this prayer out, but every day I like to pray a prayer of surrender. And I won't read it here, but it's a great prayer. It's just going, Lord, I want what you want. Bless me, encourage me. Um, what do I need to be doing today, physically, spiritually, emotionally? And it's just a great reminder to make sure that each and every day, my heart is to obey God. My heart is to surrender my husband, my children, whoever I need to in my life over to him. And you wanna do that every single day, every week. You wanna be looking for opportunities to meet his needs. So be, be intentional. Right? If he's like, oh, I'm so tired and I've got to clean out my car, my truck, whatever. It's fun little simple things like that that he didn't even ask you to do that you can sort of grab that initiative and go, oh, sounds like I might be a blessing if I go out and clean up his car for him. Take 10 minutes, unless he's a total slob like I am you might just want to go drop it off somewhere professionally <laughs> and have it done that way. But be intentional about meeting his needs. Don't allow the evil one to distract you guys because of the past, right? This is, hey, we have forgiven it. We're not going to forget, but we are moving on. We're not going to be holding the wounds and holding the, the injuries over each other's heads. We're forgiving those. We're walking in freedom. When I do get pricked, when I get poked, when I, I'm like, oh, I remember that one. That kind of reminds me you're going to release that. Most of the things you've already learned, you need to drop anyways. So you're not going to turn it into something big. So you're continually going to be releasing every single week the past. you got to maintain a positive attitude towards him. So we learned that our attitude is a direct result of our choice. So choose weekly to have the positive attitude, to be affirming, to be encouraging, right? So that you don't start getting overwhelmed again with the negative beliefs or the critical talk. Some husbands might call it nagging. So you wanna, you wanna protect yourself from that. And instead of, right, when we feel irritated towards each other, let's make that choice to be affirming instead. So instead of being like, oh, why? Man, I appreciate our differences. I appreciate that you're different than me and that's okay. It's okay the two of you are different. It's not a bad thing. It's actually an opportunity for more growth and maturity in your own life. And don't tell your husbands this, but just know when men accept influence from their wives, they live on average seven to eight years longer than the average man or man who won't take influence. So in, being influenced by each other is a good thing. And then yearly, there's. I'm just gonna focus on two things. Obviously, you could add other stuff. I will say, don't overwhelm yourselves. Don't try to do 365 days a year, a, a year of devotionals together and seven different retreats and small group. No, just be intentional. But two, two times a year, let's do two weekend length trips. Do one just for yourselves so you can check in with each other. How are we doing? 
how am I doing meeting your needs? You'll have an opportunity to share how your husband is doing to meet your needs. Let's rate our marriage on a scale from one to 10. 10 is where, where we want it to be. Where are we? And regardless of the number, we don't panic. We just know, okay, good. So my husband's at a six or I'm at a five. All right, we'll be okay. We've been through the valley of the shadow of death. So this is nothing. But hey, just ask then each other, wherever that number is, just go, hey, what could I do or what could be going on in our relationship to take it from a six to a 10? And then make those the priorities. Start doing those things for each other. So take one weekend a year just for the two of you and then pick some sort of a retreat, some sort of a marriage enrichment event where you can gather with someone who's teaching. I don't care who, it could be me. It could be a leader, a pastor in your church, a layperson, some other ministry, but something where you go away and you intentionally work on your marriage together in the context of community. Keep praying, keep learning, and I promise you do these kinds of, those kinds of weekends together and you make that an annual thing, there's nothing to fear. You're not gonna go backwards. You will continue moving forward. You will continue growing and your relationship will be everything you dreamt it would be on the day y'all first got married.